authority of Ibn Abbas. May Allah be pleased with him. It was narrated that Rasulullah was the most generous amongst the people. And he used to be more so in the month of Ramadan when Jibreel visited him. And Jibreel used to meet him on every night of Ramadan till the end of the month. The Prophet used to recite the Holy Quran to Jibreel. And when Jibreel met him, he used to be more generous than a fast wind which causes rain and welfare. Following the example of generosity from Rasulullah the voice of the Cape, Ramadan 1436. The voice of the Cape, 91.3 FM stereo. radio station your radio station our radio station the voice of the cape Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Yes, welcome to the Voice of the Cape 91.3. I'm Asim Qasim with you. Ismail Falando on that side. And our program today, we will be speaking to Mullah Sabri Davids. And uh, inshallah, remember, that's your questions pertaining to marriages. And Molana is our guest for today. Um, let's just check whether Molana is online. I hope you're having a very... Uh, whether you're having a very uh, wonderful Ramadan thus far, spiritually uplifting, this is the time for us to, inshallah ta'ala, increase in our taqwa. And uh, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us that we have the mutaqeen during this month. And uh, may it sustain us and take us ahead for those 11 months as well, inshallah. Let's uh, welcome Mona Sabri once again to the studios of The Voice of the Cape. He's telephonically. We're linking up with Molana today, but we that will be no hindrance for taking your questions and answers. Molana, assalamu alaikum. Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. And assalamu alaikum to the listeners as well, mashallah. Nice to be with you on this fourth day of Ramadan, Molana. Yes, fourth day, na? Mashallah. Yeah, fourth day, alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. Well, I trust it's been a good four days thus far for you. I, I'm sure you've been very, very busy. Just thinking yes. of your schedule. Yes, alhamdulillah. I think usually during this month, the ulama are slightly more busy than usual mm-hmm. because we do indeed have a lot of spiritual programs, spiritual uplifting programs at our masajid. So yes, indeed, uh, our listeners, I encourage all mas- myself and all of us, Maulana, that we attend these programs because the imams and ulama go to great lengths to put together these programs, especially for the awam and for the uh, community. So let us take advantage of the opportunity that we have. I know many masajid, including myself have special programs after the war on a Sunday. Mm-hmm. So indeed we should take advantage and take the opportunity to gain spiritual inshallah Allah Ameen. Ameen, Ameen. Yes, definitely. I, I'm thinking the same thing because um already the, the Sunday afternoons are all you know, it's already decided and uh, the schedule already dictates what it will be for, for this entire entire month. Yes, yes. Um I'm just thinking so many things that you 
and hopefully you don't forget about it. So we need to diarize all those uh, events and all those programs that we need to attend. Once again, our number is 47913. That's for your SMSs. Our guest today, Molina Sabri Davids. Molina, just take us into the uh, into our program, inshallah. I know it's, it's Ramadan and you know, sometimes the husbands they get uh, but angry or it's <laughs> other way around as well. Especially now during the month of Ramadan. Um, just some commentary on that. Yes, Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Molana, I thought it was a good idea if we could, uh, you know, just focus on Ramadan, the month itself. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of the things that Nabi Muhammad said, Ya ayyuhal nas, qad adallakum, that, oh people, that has come, ya'ni, overshadowed you, a, a, a shahrun, azimun mubarakun, a month of greatness, a month of greatness, a great month. And uh, I, I, I mentioned the other day that how how is greatness established, or how is greatness ascertained? Greatness is that thing which makes the one particular thing stand out from the rest. And so Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in His infinite mercy upon the Ummah of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has chosen this month of Ramadan as a great month, meaning it stands out from the rest of the month. So why does it stand out from the rest of the month? The, one of the things that uh, that uh, we, uh, makes it stand out, Mawlana, is the fact Fihi Laylatun, in Indonesia, Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is such a night that holds the ibadah that is more valuable or more in value and in virtue than the ibadah of 80-odd years. Hmm. So oh, this is one of the greatnesses of this month. Hmm. But during this month, Molana, we should undertake it as a journey of self-discovery. And perhaps that is the, the greatness of this month. In this month, we can discover who we are. If I'm a person that loves Quran, this is the month that I will cherish and value because it is a month of the Quran. Shahru Ramadan al-Ladhi unjla fihi al-Quran. So indeed I will value it. If I'm a person that makes, that loves to make nafal salah, then this is the month in which I can prove that to myself and to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that by standing in the tarawih for the full speck. If I'm a person that loves to sabr, then this is the month of sabr. This is the month in which I can make sabr upon the ibadah of Allah, yani upon the uh, fasting, because it is not easy. The most, the, the, you know, the most, uh, the time or the, or the occasion where you can anger a person most is to take his food away from him. And so Allah takes our food away from us in an attempt or rather to show us that even I will, I will, I will touch you where it hurts most, so to speak. Mm-hmm. And in that, you know, we, we submit to Allah, Oh Allah, even if you take our food away, we will still worship you. We will still make ibadah for you. We will still, Oh Allah, we will still be your slaves. And so and so in this lies the greatness of this particular month. Mm-hmm. Molana, Afwan, to disrupt you now. We need to go for that ad break and we come back. We'll have a stretch of 20 minutes, inshallah. No, certainly, Molana, no problem. Je luistert naar de stem van die kaap op 91.3 en 95.8 FM Stereo. 
Welcome once to our program here on the Voice of the Cape 91.3. Our guest today, Mullah Sabri David, I'm Aslam Qasim, and uh, we trust that you're having a wonderful day thus far. Obviously, in the obedience of Almighty Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and uh, making the most in the form of ibadah during this very, very blessed month. Such a blessed month. Uh, I don't think there's, uh, there hasn't been a more blessed time during the course of this year than the month of Ramadan. Obviously, it is the most holy month. Indeed, a blessed month, wallahi. Molina, we have some questions. Can we, we can we get into it? Okay, so we can go up until 12. That was indication given to me by our technician, Molina. So we can no uh, continue with our questions. It no says, yes, Salam, Imam. My husband gave me three tonlaks that I requested from him. We were both angry at the present moment. I finished my idda and we want to reconcile. Can we get married again as we don't see each other with other people? We really want to be together. Shukran. Okay, Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. First of all, I think the, uh, the sender mentioned three talaks. Yes, three talaks. Okay, the general rule there is, and this is why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given us three opportunities. It's like a person that possesses a, a firearm, and he's got three bullets in his firearm. And the, once the one has been fired, the second one has been fired, Allah gives us a chance. But through that warning us and telling us that you've only got three, don't fire the third one. Once the third one is fired, the firearm is taken away from you. You don't have any more bullets to fire. And that is why talaq is not something that needs to be, that, that, that can be played with, uh, Molana. So mm-hmm. unfortunately for those people, I've had this question many, many times over and over again. Once the third talaq has been issued, unfortunately, the lady has to get married to another person, Zawjan Akhar. And they have to consummate that marriage. And that new husband then has to make talaq of her naturally not uh, through arrangement. Uh, this is called muhallil muhallal lahu. Those people who make the arrangement, this is haram, this is a major sin. And unfortunately, after that new husband has talaqed her, she has to go on the idda, and then only she can return to the first husband. Also, unfortunately, anger seems to be more and more becoming a reason for people to say, no, we were angry, we were angry, we were angry. And unfortunately, Imam Shafi rahimahullah is very strict on this when it comes to anger and talaq. What I would suggest that they do, I would suggest that they lay the case in front of the MGC Sharia court. Make a request for both parties to appear in the Sharia court and lay your, your matter down and explain to the ulama and uh, the, the, the panel of, 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 of ulama will then uh, go into the you know, dynamics of your case, and then they will see if there is a, a fatwa that, that, that can be passed. However, I can already tell you, and I'm not going to be preemptive here, Molana, I'm just going to mention three talaks is three talaks. We need to be careful. We need to be, imagine that such two people, and I'm not referring to the listener particularly, so please, uh, listener, do not take offense. But in general, we find this so many times. They so much want to be together. They so much want to be together, but the talaq is a bayul salupal. Allah will sukhrak sandis. No wat lachter na, no sunna loyal. I can realize no spetasik. I can realize no musik fa, no livasik fa, and no livasik form. I also want to say that a lady, it is not permissible for the lady to request talaq from the husband if it is not justified. This is very, very important. The lady cannot just left and right, because no loss me, no loss me, no talak me, no talak me. This is not only in Islam. 
Nabi Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam mentions that that lady which demands a talaq from her husband won't even smell the fragrance of Jannah. So therefore, this is also not right. The lady said, no, lost me, no, lost me, no, lost me. If she is in an abusive relationship, she should go forward and request for a fasakh. Because why? Uh, the word talaq, Mulana, at a su, at a su, at a at a su, you know, khafalak. In a man's rak, in bang. The very word talaq, of who haka loop, of haigals loop in the marriages. So this is my uh, this is my suggestion to that particular listener that do consult with the MJC and ask uh, to 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 be interviewed in the Sharia court because of your matter and uh, lay your matter in front of the panel of ulama and uh, take it from there inshallah. But often I want to tell you, unfortunately, there's no way that the two of you can come together because three talaks have been issued already. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> Shukran for that, Molana. That's our question that we have up until there. Um, I think Molana can continue with the, with the Ramadan. Yes, indeed. We wanted to mention, Molana, so this is the virtues of this month of Ramadan, the greatness of this month of Ramadan, you know, the, 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 the nobleness of this month of Ramadan. Nabi Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam says it is a month of blessings. And indeed, alhamdulillah, there's so many blessings. The number one blessing that comes to mind is the fact that neighbors come together. No, no other time in the year she knows the neighbors even maka kukishi. Yet in the month of Ramadan, even thy neighbors are the quite Even thy neighbors even maka kukish. You know, it is such a month where the neighbors recognize the rights of the other neighbor in terms of sending around food, sending around little cookies and so on. And we encourage that. Molana, we encourage that because in other provinces, uh, well, in, in one particular part of a province, eastern, eastern province of the country, in the east of the country that I was, we didn't see this. Alhamdulillah, the Kryptonians that used to stay there, they used to have the standing little you know, takes to one another, and then it, it started amongst the locals of that community. MashaAllah. So, so, I mean, uh, even this particular aspect makes this month stand out. It is in this month also, Molana, and uh, you know, in the mornings, as in the morning, after Fajr, mm-hmm. now some people might be critical of this. Yeah, but at least the person is aware that this is an auspicious month. Mm-hmm. At least I titi sadaran di duki op diman ons for Allah, but dank that the titi di duki op satin diman for Ramadan. In the Buddha said, "Go fiat you up and let's play the music and the carry. Let's play no bichiri kasidas, or let's play no bichiri radio, voice of the Cape or whatever other radio station, you know, Islamic radio station, or they play the the kirat in the car." Mm-hmm. You know, so these are the great. This is one of the greatest of this month that you can see the Islam in a person coming out. Another great aspect of this month is the night of of of, of Laylatul Qadr. Such an auspicious night this is, Malana, mm-hmm. that it it it, it is it is. More than in virtue than the ibadah of 83 years. Oh, Imagine, oh. Molana, this is the, the blessing. The people mm-hmm. of Nabi Nuh salam, lived for, Nabi Nuh himself salam, lived for 950 years. Mm-hmm. So now we might feel, this ummah might feel, yes, but it is unfair because that ummah, you know, they lived, those people lived for long so they could do more good deeds. Here Allah is giving us an excellent opportunity. Mm-hmm. Excellent opportunity. Little bit of ibadah, you get the reward of 83 years and four months, ap- approximately. Uh, mm-hmm. a, a, the reward of a thousand months. In addition mm-hmm. to that, in this month of Ramadan, every single fart act that we do is multiplied by 70 times. Mm-hmm. So it's like me going to the shop, Molana, and I buy one 
liter of milk, whatever it is, one bread, I pay for one bread and I get 70 loaves. Hmm. Allahu Akbar. So this is another hmm. virtue of this month. You know, Molina, we can go on and we can go on and we can go on about the greatness of this month. But suffice to say, Molina, that the month, to me as an individual, how great is the month really? Hmm. And this is the question each one needs to ask himself. If this month is so great, I said this in the masjid the other night, this month holds great, great virtues. But we need to ask, you know, that what 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 is the greatness in it for me? How much have I, uh, you know, how much have I made myself available to this great month? Hmm. And often, Molana, the answer often is that it's only going to be a passing of another few days. Hmm. And that is a very dangerous aspect of this month. Because we must remember that once this month is gone, it is gone for good. Yes. It will never return. Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi says, Allah has made the siyam, yani the puasa of this month, Allah has made fard. And Allah has made it an, and Allah has made the sunnah, yani nafal am testani an. Even, uh, you know, respected listeners, during the month of Ramadan, it is a sadness om te sien, that Allah has given us this opportunity om te staan in elkaan vir die trawe. And I want to say this, you know, with, with care, and with respect, and with love, that we should try and stand for the entire tarawih. And we should try to encourage our young ones to stand for the tarawih. Hmm. It is said, that at some masajid, if not all, you find the young ones playing around outside, you find them sitting at the back of the masjid, you find them doing this, doing that, smoking and all these things. Mm. Alhamdulillah, many masajid have security in place, but even that seems not to deter our youngsters from wasting their time at the masjid. And I say this carefully, because <laughs> Jy moet die kom maar sito nie aan in die poasa nie. Jy moet kom na die tarawe gaan nie aan in die poasa. Because die purpose van kom maar sito, is om te kom sal maak sal laat tarawe. Is nie om te kom wies by die masit nie. En dan staan jy beter kan nie, en jy wil speel nie. This is not a purpose. And it is a said, iets om te sê, malena, dat in die ane, die eerste is een hakker die adem nie, maar jy is aan bietje vol tot die vijftiende poasa. Nowadays, let me just have five hours in Masjid Lig, Molana. Yes, I know. If it was a Molana, I'll never be Allah. Subhanallah. Molana, we have another message here, another question, or some more questions. It says, uh, Salam Imam, my husband gone for five months. You know, Nafakami, I'm pregnant, pregnant almost nine months, and he gave me three talaks when I was four months on WhatsApp. I don't see, okay, that's weird. I don't see him at all. So when does my Idda start? Okay, first of all, uh, my dear sister, <coughs> that uh, if your husband has not given you talaq verbally or in writing or math, <coughs> uh, in any other social form, then there's no talaq. But clearly you did mention that he has given you a talaq on WhatsApp. Hmm. Is that right? On WhatsApp, yes. Okay, let us just first start with that uh, aspect because many might be astonished. Who can you find here talaq of WhatsApp? 
Um, there is great acceptance amongst the ulama that social media, such as WhatsApp, Facebook, BBM, Mixit, and all these other social media, has become accepted forms of communication. Now, one of the conditions of the talaq, the validity of it is uh, that they must be, they, it must be communicated to the spouse. Because you can't even throw talaq of each other. I don't say that you have to throw it. I say that you have to throw it. I say that you have to throw it. I say that you have to throw it. You understand? Mm-hmm. So one of the conditions is that it must be communicated. Social media has become an accepted form. In the olden days, they, were, they didn't have computers and printers and, and all these things. So in the olden days, you could issue a talaq in writing also, but taking a pen, writing on a piece of paper, and then giving it to the wife, and of course signed with the witnesses and everything. And uh, what well, I might have said is that the computer and the printer is, the, is equal to the piece of paper and the pen. Because that that particular message can be can be printed out, the email can be printed out. Of course, obviously, we're going to verify whether it was sent by this person and whether this person was of sound mind and all these things. This can be verified afterwards. But there is acceptance. It obviously the moment it is issued and and received, that is the moment that the talaq, the mouth, the idda period starts. But it has to be administered and managed by an alim. I always say this, Molana said to say, and I, and I say this with respect to our people. I say this with great dignity and honor to our people, not in a in 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 a, in, a, in, a, in a way of criticizing our people, but it is preferable that we do not go that route of doing a talaq on our own. I've seen this several times, Molana, and I mean several, so many times I've seen this, where people go the wrong route. The talaq procedure was 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 incorrect, uh, incorrect wording. All these things. Mm-hmm. In the end, then the whole situation needs to be remedied. So instead of that, what I would suggest, and again I'm saying, I I, I say this, you know, I, I do this morning slot, sabah al khair. I mention it in that particular slot, and I want to mention it today. Uh, we can never allow a radio program to act as our teacher. Mm-hmm. So by the same token, the answers that we give here is only based on the questions that we receive. We need to ask questions. We cannot go into the depths of it. We need to ask questions. We need to know certain things. That is why I always encourage, please go to an alim or go to your local imam or sheikh or go to the MJC and ask for guidance with regards to your situation. Your talaq in that particular instance, your idda would start the moment you have received that message. But again, we need to ask, was the verification that it was your husband who sent the message? It might have come from his number or from his phone, but it might not have been him. could have been someone else. Um, we need to verify where he is. Is he purposely, has he purposely deserted you or not? Um, if there is contact, can't we attempt and speak to him? Get the parties together, try to mend the situation. You understand? So there's a lot of aspects around the situation. She is Hamil. At the time when he gave her talaq, she mentions that she is four months pregnant, or she was four months pregnant, I think, Malana. So mm-hmm. those are all aspects which which uh, which have a, a, a kind of role within the scenario. So what I'd suggest to my sister to do, either go to the NJC, keep the WhatsApp message, 
I hope she still has it on her phone because it seems it was quite some time ago. Mm-hmm. Keep the WhatsApp message and show it to, to the ulama and, and, and ask them to, to, to administer your situation further. But to the best of my knowledge, your Ida has already started when you uh, received that message. And because you were pregnant at the time, your Ida ends at the giving birth. Hmm. Your Ida started when he has given you the message, and please, it needs to be verified that it was him, that it they were witnesses. Yes, it was him that typed the message, and he was conscious, he was, you know, all of those aspects. And after that verification, then you go on the Ida, your Ida would end when the baby is born. So, uh, inshallah, I think the lady has mentioned that she's nine months pregnant now. Yeah, yes, um, let me just check again that message. Four months uh, she received that, and nine months, at, yeah, she's nearly nine months. Yes, so that means that her Ida is actually almost <coughs> over because within a couple of weeks she will be giving birth, mm-hmm. and therefore her Ida will end when that baby is born. In all probability, the um, uh, the child obviously is his child because the child was uh, 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 conceived within marriage. So therefore, he has to assume the role and the and the responsibility of Nafaka for that particular uh, child. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, we're not going to go. We're not going to go as yet for the news. Just one more question, Maulana, before we do crossover. It says, uh, "Salam, Imam. A husband gave three talaks, but we are still married legally in court." I think that's the previous one. Okay. Um, what we always advise couples. The marriage in court always brings compl- complications because the court uh, determinations versus Sharia determinations after talaq is very different. Mm-hmm. In court, it's a strictly 50-50 thing. So what we always suggest is that you get that episode behind you. So do file for divorce. Uh, legally married doesn't mean Sharia married. Legally married only means, essentially, essentially it only means on a piece of paper because the law of, law of this land is not wahi. The law of this land is not Quran. We live by Quran, by Quranic law, um, for the bigger part of our lives. So saying that the marriage is legal by the law of the country, it only essentially means that you're still married in the eyes of the law of the country. But by Sharia, you're not married because you've had uh, three talaks between you. So the legality of that, bo- the, the, the strength of that link, of that bond, although it is legal according to the country, but it's not it's not legal according to Sharia because according to Sharia you've had a talaq, mm-hmm. and we need to understand this because what what people have done, Mulana, I've had a situation where the lady, this very similar three, uh, three talaqs were given, and then they wanted to get back together again. So we told them, but you can't because unfortunately you have to get married to someone else. The lady and the and the and the husband actually went to the courts. And they got married in the court, and they say, well, we are now married again. And they mixed up Sharia with the law. Mm. We need to say that you are, there is no bond between the two of you anymore. Mm. Um, yes, the courts obviously will, uh, will consider you married. Uh, the, the, the country considers you married. But other than that, you are not married by Sharia. Um, as far as uh, that particular situation is also concerned, Molina, it's very essential to remember that we prefer that when a couple does want to have a talaq, that they end that marriage as well. Uh, in that way, there is no link uh, between each other, uh, between the couple whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Well, now we need to go for that news right now. Uh, do stay tuned. Will Nasabri with us after the break once again as we continue with our program looking at marriages 47913. That's your questions with regards to marriage. No.
live from Cape Town. This is the Voice of the Cape, 91.3 FM. Welcome once again to our program here on the Voice of the Cape, 91.3. And our guest, Mola Sabri Davids, with us today once again. Let's get into those questions, Molina. Yes, indeed. Carry on, Molina. Okay, here we go. Um, let me just see. There's some, some with regard to FIC issues as well. Please, listeners, Molina, answer those FIC issues in the morning in Sabah al as well. So I'm going to save those ones and get into the marriage ones. And uh, please do forgive us. But those ones we're going to answer in the in the uh, Sabah al-Khair time. Um, so as we continue, I need advice um, to what my rights is. Kanala, my husband, walked out of the house two months ago, went to go stay with his mother, moved out of his mother's um, how use and went to go stay on his own. That's what he is saying. Now after two months and two weeks later, he's asking for talaq. What should I do, Kanala Shukran? Okay, Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Uh, the fact that the husband walked out, okay, that in itself is desertion. He is deserting the wife and the children. And that is grounds for a fasqun nikah. Because he has willfully deserted them, he has willfully shared his responsibilities of uh, father and husband in terms of nafaka and in terms of sultan of the family. So hence, once he does that, he shares his responsibility willfully and consciously, uh, that lady then has the right to go forward and, and, and apply for a fasqunikah if she so chooses. However, Molina, I always say that talaq and fasah must be the last option and not the first option. So what I would suggest to the lady is consult with your imam, your local imam, Ask your imam to contact your husband and ask him exactly what his intentions are. Although he did ask for a talaq, he did mention to her that he wants to end the marriage. But offer an opportunity to mend and not to end. And that is my philosophy by which I approach any marriage. Rather try to mend and not to end. So that is the first option. The second option is that if the asa nak self antasmiyasi maulana jayo means asirat, asa nak self antasmiyasi, then one needs to have a look at then ending the marriage. Then again, I advise do it through your local imam or your sheikh or your maulana, or even better, go to the MJC and ask them to administer or manage your particular matter. Uh, again, I reiterate the fact that the husband has walked out gives the lady a right to a fashun nikah. It's because he has deserted her. And again, I reiterate, please do it through your imam or through your sheikh of your masjid, inshallah. Okay. And uh, there's a comment of the earlier one uh, that Maulana was uh, speaking about, about uh, people coming to the masjid, but they don't come for the tarawih, about the youngsters. So the comment goes that, Salam Allah, it's not the children, but mostly the elders who sit and talk on their phone. The elders must lead, then the young one will follow, sad to say this. Yes, shukran, Jazakallah uh, for that uh, comment. Probably a fair comment, probably a correct comment as well. Although we're not going to say it's all over the place, mm-hmm. but yes, indeed, uh, we do. Elders in the masjid do have a role to play when it comes to rearing and guiding the children. Mm-hmm. Um, the next one says, "Salam on a couple married for quite some time now. You don't nafaka, never paid a maskavi, sleeps with her all the time, but don't do anything else for her. Should you remind him?" Uh, now and then of his responsibilities, but he don't do anything about it. Please advise. Okay, Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Um, by virtue of saying that the couple is married for some time, I would assume it's been a number of years. Okay? And I always say this, Molana, why do we allow a number of years to pass by 
and then we want to uh, highlight or, or focus on the issue. Day one, when it goes wrong, the first time when it goes wrong, step out, go out, stand up, make a noise, and address the situation. The fact that a number of years or uh, some time, I, I'm only assuming maybe I'm incorrect, but by saying a number of years, uh, 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 I think some time, the word used there is some time, mm. by having a period of time mm. pass by and now we want to come and say, he hasn't been doing this for years, he hasn't been doing that for years, he hasn't been giving me nafaka for years. The fact that you have accepted it, you have accepted it for so many years, for some time it was accepted. And for some time you lived like that. And for some time you were okay with that. And now after some time it's going to be ten times more difficult to get that husband to believe and accept his incorrect actions. Mm-hmm. It is incorrect of the husband not to tala, not to nafak otherwise, at least woefully. If he does so through circumstances, if he can't nafak through circumstances, and we know this is very common in our community. For example, now in the winter, the the because the 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 weather is maybe not so cool, so as it is during the day before bill, that can the woman not say, "Well, if I'm not fakani, that must be my sister's crib, she's swah, or then as a she's swah for him, if I'm not fakani, can't say the man, well, if I'm not fakani." But in a case like this, what the senders mentioned, that he doesn't do it, it seems that he is conscious of his duty, and it seems she has accepted it like that. She should not lie. The wife should not accept it that as a man, she will not accept it. 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 That is the first aspect why now, after some time has passed, you are raising this issue, number one. Number two, you are raising the issue, which inshallah begin to try to assist you. What I would suggest to you is that if your husband does not take heed when you speak to him, then I suggest that you ask your imam or your sheikh or your maulana to address him on the issue. Mm. And if he does not take heed after that, then you need to decide what you want out of the situation. Sometimes, and I've had this several times, Molana, when people come to my office, uh, ladies, and I ask them, how far are you prepared to go with this matter? And often they say, but I will not lose me. I will not be married within me. Then I said, if, 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 the, 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 we're going to address the husband. But then in the middle of it all, the lady stops in the tracks and says, nee, gaat me aflos, nee, gaat me nie nie. She needs to ask herself, part of the solution, if a husband does not want to heed, if he says, nee, maar ek wil my betaal what is she prepared to do? Is she prepared to go all the way? Or will she still accept it for the next 20 years or the next 10 years, whatever it may be? So we need to ask that question, who fears the titi prepared to accept? Say that our clerk accept for some time, quote-unquote, she has accepted it for some time. This husband is now in a comfort zone. If you're going to now get in someone and say, look, I, 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 and you have to pay me my nafaka or not, the point of the matter is that husband has, has not even paid his, 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 his mashkavi. But we can't be preemptive and predictive, hence we say that let the imam or the sheikh address him on the situation. If he refuses after that, 
then the lady needs to decide whether she wants out of the deal, whether she wants to have a fasco nikah or whether she wants to continue with the nikah. Now, it might sound very straightforward and, you know, by academic, it is not as straightforward. It is always a sad day. It is always a sad day when one has to say that the lady should go for a fasakh or the husband should give a talaq. It is a sad day. But unfortunately, we have to cut out a little bit the emotional aspects of it, and we have to just stick to the straightforward Sharia aspects of it, inshallah. Well, and I'm just also reminding the listeners that uh, we will only be running till uh, about quarter to one. Um, if Mawlana can just remind the listeners as well, inshallah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the we gave that reminder earlier. So once again, as Mawlana said, well, I will not be uh, up until the hour of one. So we'll end off before that, way before that. Mawlana, the next one says, um, a person is a person sincere when asking Marv, but still criticizing the same sentence. Marv, Mawlana, I, I didn't quite uh, get that. It says, is a person sincere when asking for Marv, but still criticize in the same sentence. Okay, first of all, uh, Molana, I, I, I cannot be the judge of sincerity. Okay? Mm-hmm. Um, 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 Allah, Allah is the only one that knows what is in our hearts, and so we cannot uh, judge sincerity of anyone. One cannot also have a formula to say that that is sincerity and that is insincerity. There is no formula for that. So, 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 hence we cannot use, there's no set of criteria to say he is sincere or she is sincere or insincere because of this and that and the other. What I can say is that criticism and critique is not necessarily a bad thing. In other words, the person can be sincere and still sincerely criticize the person because he sincerely wants or she sincerely wants the person to change. So the criticism in itself can be sincere because you really genuinely and sincerely want the person to change. The criticism, however, should also then be constructive and it should be positive instead of being destructive and negative. It should be constructive criticism in this way that I really want you to change. So I, I ask you, Marv, I'm going to criticize you on a point. I'm going to criticize you. Or I'm going to, let's not use the word criticize, rather. Let's use the word, I'm going to guide you on the point, or I'm going to suggest to you some, some aspects. I'm going to suggest something that you may do. Or is it okay with you if I mention something? In other words, let us be gentle in the words that we also choose. Okay, but be that as it may, if the person genuinely and sincerely wants the other person to change in a in a, in a certain way, then indeed it is probably saying, I, I am sincere when I ask you mouth, I'm sincere, and I'm also sincere in wanting you to change, because I see this quality in you that is affecting those around you. Once a quality affects the person, him or herself, it is not as bad. But when it starts to affect others around us, then we need to try and change that. Because this is the guidance given by Rasulullah If we see something, change it with our hands. And if we can't change it with our hands, then we change it with our tongues, with our mouth. We speak against it. So it is within that framework that the criticism should be offered. But at the same time, we cannot say that the person is, uh, just because he is sincere and he asks mouths, Sincerely, you must keep quiet now. Silence is not necessarily a sign of regret. A regret can be offered 
in 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 in, you know, in a verbal form and in a verbal way as well. So if a person asks for mouth, doesn't mean he or she must be quiet after that. Then they can sincerely offer some form of criticism with gentle words, with wisdom, etc., and to say, look, I sincerely want you to change. Um, one cannot again. I reiterate, there's no formula to judge sincerity. Uh, or there's no format that one mm. can say according to this you are sincere and according to that you are insincere mm-hmm. and uh, yeah well let us go for a quick ad and we'll come back again with uh, quite a very long question but we'll come back after the break with it okay John. my radio station your radio station our radio station 91.3 FM and 95.8 FM stereo Welcome to our program. This is the marriage program. We're looking at your questions and uh, Molana's answering your uh, answering those questions to the best of Molana's ability. And we thank Molana very much for uh, for giving us all this time. Time is very very precious. So we thank Molana very much for contributing to our program on a weekly basis. Alhamdulillah, may Allah reward him infinitely for the great role that he plays. Molana, the question says, my husband can never say no to people and sometimes it's at the expense of our family, be it financial or in time, leaving my two-year-old and I alone at night. He considers it part of charity and said it's make him happy, but at the same time, it is making me unhappy. When I voice my opinion, he says that I should remember that all things belong to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and unto him we shall return. It seems he does not value or give any consideration to my feelings and will do as he wish. How do I deal with this as I find myself getting more upset and resentful? Okay, Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. First of all, one can never and should never and must never ever discourage doing good to others. And again, we 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 want to say that wa Allah mentions in the Quran that help each other mutually upon those things which are good, bir and taqwa, and those things which will bring us closer to Allah Subhanahu wa Taala. And do not help those uh, each other upon those things which are ithm which are sinful, and udwan that will cause animosity amongst you. That is the backdrop uh, against which we want to start. That we cannot discourage this person, the husband, from doing good to others. However, sadaqah is not uh, such that it is an overwhelming feature in Islam. Meaning that sadaqah has its place, it has has its time, and it has its uh, room in Islam. There is limitations when my sadaqah, for example, has an adverse effect. For example, in this particular instance, then I should look at them dividing my time up between my sadaqah and my time with others and my time with my family. And there is this one particular saying of Rasulullah that the best sadaqah a person can make is with those whom he bimanta'ul. That sadaqah starts, charity begins at home. And part of that charity is to see that my family is comfortable, to spend upon my family, because indeed the best expenditure a person can make is uh, with those that are in his care. That is the best charity a person can do. 
see to it that your first, you know, your closest and your nearest are taken care of before you go outside the home and go extensively and help others in, in, in an extensive way. Also, the, I don't know why the brother uh, quotes that particular aspect of inna lillahi wa inna ilayhi rajiun, that everything belongs to Allah and we shall return to And I don't know in what context he, he, he brings that in. Uh, somehow, and I, I say this with, you know, with great... Uh, uh, Perhaps I should say, wondering why why is he quoting that? Because I really don't see the the the, the contact, you know, the context in, in in which he can introduce. But by be that as it may, I want to say that the lady should tell him that he is now creating the a bigger and bigger gap, and he needs to really look at this. I would also want to say that if it means that, for example. Uh, because of my so-called, uh, I don't want to use the word piety, but my amal, my actions. Mm. If, if if my actions drive others away from me, even if it is good actions, but it drives others away. I'll give an example, Molana. Can you very, very, very? I'm just making an example. We're going to have lunch now, for example. Well, ni poasa no ni Molana. Listeners don't know to lunch ni poasa. We're going to have lunch together. Now everybody's sitting at the table nicely. Now the brother decides, ni ekhanu Quran sitting bacha. You know, so so there are certain times for certain things, mm-hmm. and we need to look at proper time management. Perhaps a brother should divide his time better and 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 manage his time better. He should look at, for example, a time for others, a time for family, a time for my ibadat, for a time for this, a time for that. Because indeed, the Nabi, even the Nabi Muhammad sallallahu had this time management. So Aisha radiallahu anha says that she used to play with him. He was in the service of these of, of, of the people of his house. He was in the service of his family. But when Salah time came, then it was as if we were strangers to him. Mm. So by this, by virtue of this, we can understand that the Prophet sallallahu made time for his family. He spent time with them. He was with them when he needed to be with them. He, for example, ran a race with Aisha radiallahu anha on two occasions. On the one occasion she won. On the second occasion she became a little bit plumpy. Mm-hmm. And then she lost the race. So there was time, perfect time management. So hence the brother perhaps needs, you know, he needs to look at managing time. Mm-hmm. I also want to tell the sister that uh, perhaps his sadaqa and his helping others can become a family occasion. It can become a family activity perhaps. Uh, instead then of him being away from the family whilst helping others, they can perhaps look at how they can also pitch in to assist in this task of helping others. In that way, they get to spend time together and they get the reward of sadaqah as well and helping others as well. And at the same time, we can see then how the virtue of helping others uh, filters down into the children as well. I would suggest, however, if the matter is out of hand, my dear sister, then I would suggest that you call in your local imam, Sheikh Omolana, or a council of your choice, and then you ask them to address your husband. Um, I always maintain this, that sometimes the husbands or sometimes the spouse has the greatest of, of, of answers, you know, the smartest of answers, but when it comes as a kubri imam of the sheikh of Imolana, does he chup still? Because why, you know, I come to the imam of the sheikh of Imolana, I'm mm-hmm. So therefore we need to always get in a learned person to address matters. So I suggest you get in a learned person and tell them, also mention to your husband that he is breeding a monster.
Mm. He's breathing a monster. Definitely. And um, I think we're going to go for our last uh, question now as well. And uh, something that comes to mind, I'm thinking about, uh, you didn't say it's dhulam, but if you look at the definition of dhulam, placing of yes. something and it's not in its place in of place. applicability. Absolutely. Well, the last question, wife moved to a flat because she needs space, but don't want to leave husband. He's not going with her. What does he do? Allah and his angels curse is on her. Yes. Um, that is totally haram for a wife to do to move out of the home. Um, because in Islam, you know, this, I need space. And I, um, Mulana, although it is uh, more and more, uh, I want to say, uh, it, it's, it's becoming more and more prevalent in society where people now say, I need space and I need a room and I need... I don't know, this is a very Western influence in our marriages, Mulana. Because space. if you look at 20, 30, 40 years ago, you have Mama had 12 kids and Mama had space for mm-hmm. You know? Um, emotional space, they say they need emotional space. All the space that I need, I can find in my marriage mm-hmm. with my partner. I can find it in my home. I can make my partner understand, look, uh, I need some time alone each day. Allow me 10 or 15 minutes just to be on my own in my little corner, my emotional little corner. doesn't have to be a, a completely, you know, a, a physical space. Just allow me that 10, 15 minutes, let me close my eyes, let me relax, let me just wash off the happenings of the day, and then I will be ready for you emotionally um, and obviously in other ways as well. That is the first aspect. So we can find the space within the marriage. Moving out is extreme. Mm-hmm. And indeed, we must remember, yes, indeed, quite rightly said that Allah's curse is upon such a lady that when her husband needs her, she refuses. Allah's curse and the curse of the malaika is upon such a lady until she awakens. So therefore, it is not good and it is not correct for her to have moved out. Also, the lady has the obligation to go where her husband uh, is able to accommodate her that is safe, that is protective, and that protects her privacy as well. And, and clearly in this particular instance, there is a home. She, that, it seems they do have a home of their own. What I would suggest to you then, my dear brother, is please, again, I say, contact your local imam, sheikh, or, or maulana to intervene and to, to, to manage the situation. But by virtue of her having walked out, if it indeed was walking out, then indeed she has lost her right to nafaka. You don't have to nafaka her in any way whatsoever because she has chosen to walk out. And indeed she just does choose to continue uh, not wanting to or refusing to come back to the home and back to the marriage. Then indeed you have the right to issue her with a talaq based on that particular aspect that she has walked out without your permission and she has left you and she has therefore um, by virtue of that afforded you the right to give her a talaq. Salaam what does woman do if husband after year of marriage asks her to leave home to sort out things in his life, saying there are forces at work when she's not sure if he lies about other things, etc. He also says he don't want to hurt her, so she must rather end marriage. Why does the wife have to now move out of the home? So I smell a rat with all due respect. Beware yourself of suspicion. I'm not suspecting anything, but I just smell a rat. Het is baie, baie sinister vir my, dat hy vraag vir haar om uit te move uit die huis het, want hy wil dinge iets wat by die week issues. Week issues, jongens, by die week. 
wat weet ons in ons bereik, so waarvoor moet sy uitmove? So, hier sien dit, um, if she does feel that there is a measure of dishonesty, she needs to address it directly, but I again uh, advise that we have a third party, a, 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 a neutral third party prison, or that it, it must be hakama min ahlihi, or hakama min ahliha, a representative from his side, and a representative from her side, so in order that they can then find a, an amicable solution. But it is very, very peculiar that, uh, I will dinge by die week uitsort, maar sy moet move uit die huis uit. That just doesn't add up, so yes indeed, I do smell a red day, and I, I beckon that uh, particular sender to please uh, call in someone to intervene in the situation. Mm-hmm. Well now we're just going to go for a quick ad break, and uh, when we come back we'll uh, do the last uh, two, three minutes with Mona. Would that be fine, Mona? Absolutely fine, Mona. Okay. The Voice of the Cape, 91.3 FM Serial. My radio station, your radio station, our radio station, The Voice of the Cape. As we continue with our program and coming to the conclusion of our program, unfortunately, if there are any of your SMSs which we did not, uh, I think there's a few that we did not look at, and that's pertaining to Fik, I asked our producer um, of the Sabah Khair program, Zufa Brown Jabbar, to have a look at that, and then Molana can answer it during that program, inshallah, because our time has unfortunately run out as well. Molana's last question here, it says, wife, second talaq, does she move out of of her room. Um, I'm not quite sure I understand mm, the question, Molana. That's I, I can only but assume that the wife has received a second talaq and that uh, now she needs to know whether she wants to move, whether she can move out of the room or not. Yeah, that's a, the question is, as I just read it, that's all that, that came yeah. up onto the screen. I'm not sure uh, if there's going to come a follow-up, okay. but that came now. Yes, okay, yeah. Molana. Um, first of all, we know that during the first talaq, uh, or after the first talaq and the second talaq, which is what we call talaq raji'i, that is if it was given uh, as a raji'i talaq. Raji'i means that the husband can make rujua. Yani he can take back the wife. Um, during the Edda period, without having to perform a Agdun Jadid, yani a new marital contract or a new marriage. In other words, Allah Ufiv Vieta had the Imam of the Trawan Amaldini, Allah Kanmanid Vibi Makakum, Sus Havunuk, and then Allah Katala Liva Manit and Sus Normal. Tay as Fatose, Atalak Rajai, Hadirin the Edda period, and the man mark Ruju, I can Fatrafa, they can reconcile. So now it is afdal that the wife spends the time, the wife should spend her idda in the husband's home. So therefore, and even in the bed. Because what is the idea behind it? The idea behind it is to encourage the two of them to reconcile, make up, and try to mend the, 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 the issue that they were, that they were the cause of talaq in the first instance. If, however, after the idda period, if the idda period has expired, and the wife as now uh, uh, the Eta is finished, that then, it, then they are complete strangers to one another. 
then they cannot sleep in, in one bed for that matter. It is not even then allowed for them to be in one house together because they are strangers to one another. Um, but again, it is encouraged that she spends the time and not move out of the bedroom. Uh, you know, the husband chooses, he can, he can, he can move out if he wants, but it, it is her. She is still technically, she still is under the husband's, um, one doesn't want to use the word authority, but under, you know, under his, uh, let's just say under the right that he has over her in terms of taking her back, uh, 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 in the man making reconciliation. So I wouldn't advise the wife to do that. I would advise that she tries and, and, and makes up during the, uh, that period so that then we can go to the, to a counselor, go to get some marriage counseling and see what were the issues that caused them to split up in the first, uh, instance, Molana. Mm-hmm. And uh, that is what we want to respectfully suggest that, 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 that uh, must be done, inshallah. Mm-hmm. Okay, then that uh, concludes our program for today, then, Molana. Yes, indeed. Want to stick to our agreement? <laughs> yes, yes. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. uh, because of commitments, I unfortunately cannot uh, stay longer. And I want to thank Molina first of all for indulging, for being so, you know, uh, very accommodative towards me, and for the listeners as well. We do apologize for that. Inshallah, it is our hope, dua, that Allah must give us all a month of khair and a month of blessing and a month of barakah. Mm-hmm. But also remembering and reminding the listeners that Inshallah, we do hope uh, that in the in the in the, in the future that we will be able to share some more time with you, inshallah, and answer some more of your questions, inshallah. With that, I bid you wassalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. And uh, how wonderful to end off on this SMS from our, one of our regular listeners saying, Salam shukran, Mulana Aslam and Mulana Sabri for a wonderful program, and that coming from a regular listener. Shukran to everyone, and especially to Mulana Sabri for offering his uh, very precious time of during this month of Ramadan. Allah bless and crown his efforts all with success. Amin. Shukran for joining us once again, and I leave you over in the very capable hands of Buta Ismail Falanda as he will be taking you through up until the Wakta of the World.